0: Welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Welcome to episode 107. I am your host, Max Moser. Grateful to be here with you wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. We've got the quad box live today for Infinity Bros. Here uh,
1: to my top left of the quad box is Isaac Edland. Isaac, how are you? I'm doing great. Ready to, ready to get going here talking about some fun stuff, Super Bowl stuff, uh, trailers, Peacemaker, definitely the most important thing that we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, it's up there. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. It's up there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then um,
0: the other Infinity Bro is uh, Robbie.
2: Uh, I'm also just happy to be here, talk about some some big things, uh, things like Peacemaker um, and things that are almost as big, but maybe not quite as big, like uh, some some trailers.
3: This is impossible. I'm starting over. <laughs> not as big.
0: Uh, Zane, you stop by.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm here. D- you know, with the whole quad box thing going on, do you, do you feel like you're hosting NFL Red Zone? Seven hours of commercial
0: free football start now, now, now.
3: So we approach the witching hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a great transition point. Um,
3: You're welcome. I know yeah, what I'm doing. I think it's <laughs>
0: tremendous. No, I think it was a great transition point. It had to be done. Um, so I don't come with any shame. But it's bummer Jared's not on because I feel like Jarrett would be a better source to start this dialogue with. But um, So the Infinity Bros have a shared email account that we all share. And I made it originally several years ago when Isaac and I were first – Gosh, we were we were registering for how many websites
1: have we registered for, you think, Isaac? More than 20, maybe 30? I've I've websites. done a bunch of stuff that I've probably never even used. Yeah. With that and our old email address, by the way. I yeah. Think. So Jarrett logs out of our Twitter account today and logs into the um the what, what he this? believes is the Infinity Bros Twitter account, but yes. alas. Alas, he came upon a uh,
0: fantasy football. Trading Polls uh, Twitter account I had created. I'd like oh. to also comment Gasp. it was ratioed very well. I had like 270 followers and I followed 140 people. But I had this account that I was using for a couple of years. Saw somebody else using it, and uh, I thought originally that I put it on the maximum or 73 one, but I didn't. And about a year ago, I realized that I needed to fix that and never did. So I've been I've been uh, going through the meat grinder per se. Uh, Verbally, from from the boys today, not just the Infinity Bros, but the extended Infinity Bros universe.
1: For, I mean, <clears throat> for context, though, uh, so we're all in this shared Dynasty Football League. Max has been sharing all of the trades that are happening and, like, basically insider information on in the league, like, should I do this? Should I offer this? All that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I'll tweak that. Okay. It's any
0: trade offer I receive that I'm, like, thinking about or any trade offer that I was like, man, I don't know who wins this trade, and I'd put that in there. Um and matchups? Um, there were a couple I hadn't used it in about a year and a half though.
2: I saw one so, matchup.
0: Yeah, I haven't used it in about a year and a half. That was I I 2020 2021 was not the year of using that account. Took a little hiatus break. You know what? From I it. just
3: find all this to be very convenient.
0: Oh, I was it convenient. I'm, I'm like <laughs> admitting it on. I, I have nothing to hide.
3: What's convenient about it? Well, if you have nothing to hide, why did you delete it all? Well,
0: because I didn't want you guys to know the offers I was getting.
3: But you just said you had nothing to hide. I don't have
0: anything to hide right now. And I they're don't.
2: over a year. And though, nobody ever asked
0: me. Nobody ever asked me if I made this account. If anybody asked, I would have maybe probably told you. Uh-huh. It's hard to say. What? Did you, did uh-huh. you
1: or asked. did you not block all of us on that account? I blocked everybody but Elliot. Okay,
2: So Elliot, I, who wasn't in the league <laughs> until this year, yeah,
1: Elliot would
0: never have known to look. So it wouldn't have matter. And to be honest, I probably shouldn't have blocked Robert, our friend. Robert's pretty stupid when it comes to Twitter. He does not use that, so he he does not use the search bar. <laughs> did you block Zane when he joined Twitter? No, I did not block okay. Zane because Zane never uses Twitter. Hmm. Good point. D- and I didn't fair. block Jardine for,
1: <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> Can't even operate his phone, let alone an yeah.
0: app. So so that's been a fun that's been a fun little thing today. Uh but uh yeah you can email us at the Bros Podcast, which apparently was linked to a uh, fantasy football. <laughs> have have you at least Twitter enjoyed account. some of the memes? Have some of them made you laugh. Okay. So Robbie said I'm rattled earlier, and I've I, I have i clarified heard,
2: that he is not rattled. I'm not.
0: I'm trying to clarify right now. Can I talk? You know I'm yes, just gonna it. F- the rattled. memes have been tremendous. They've okay. been they haven't okay. been good. They've been great. Okay. They're great. I and can live here's with that. here's the thing. And here's the thing that I told Sarah when, when this happened. Because I said, Hey, they, they found out about this. And she laughed. She said, Oh, you're you're in the meat grinder right now. Right? <laughs> and she said, Wait, so Sarah knew about
1: this th- too? Like you told Sarah. Oh yeah, about this? she's
0: known a, she knows about anything I do in fantasy football. And I I told her, I said, if I if I'm going my wife, if I'm going to hide my wife. <laughs> if I'm gonna hide this information from them, this is the appropriate response, right? Like this is what they should do. How long they go is really up to them. And to be frank, and I'm I'm really not – this is kind of for the league if any of them listen to this podcast. Some of them do, but not all. I'm going to be very clear. At this point with the amount of money on the line, whatever we got to do to get it at this point. Because I, have, I haven't won up to this point. So everybody who's like, Max, you're such an idiot for not picking for yourself. I'm like, well, you know what? I Really, was, I was an idiot for a long time up to this point picking for myself. So might as well try something new because I haven't won yet. So
2: hasn't worked yet.
0: nothing's worked up to this point. So we'll go back to the drawing board and try to win again. Congrats again to Keegan, our first two time, uh, our first uh, two time champion, not two times in a row, but first two time champion. So good for him, but we're not gonna talk about fantasy football today. We're going to talk about a lot of nerdy things. We're going to break down the Peacemaker season finale and talk about the big cameos that occurred in that. So I'm just letting you know, we're going to give you a spoiler warning later, but I just want to give you a heads up. If you have not watched Peacemaker, you need to go watch it and come back later because we will break all of that down. We're going to talk about the Multiverse of Madness trailer, the Moon Knight trailer, and the Lord of the Rings um, trailer that came out during the Super Bowl. Uh, but before we do all that, we want to make sure we highlight one of the podcast reviews. I apologize. I missed this review. I know the person that left it, so I'm not really apologizing to that person. And they're probably chuckling hearing that right now. But – as Isaac said last week on episode 106, I I can't help but be negative sometimes with some people,
1: but sure. um, uh, you Especially can leave us an it iTunes to, review. Like we we could be like joking around, like having a good time, and then all of a sudden it comes to the podcast reviews, and Max just whips up his like nasty system. Nasty. He no, just is like, dang, I got to rip these people
2: up. Would you say? Would you say that Mad Max comes out? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it vile. I wouldn't call it I not call vile, it Max. Grouchy, not grouchy, grouchy Max. I
0: would call it. Cynical, malicious
2: Max. No, we can call it
0: malicious Max. (laughs) Cynical
3: MacArthur. Would you say you become a road warrior? (laughs) (laughs) And these thoughts make you want to fight in a Thunderdome.
0: Zane, when you start spelling your name, Z-A-N-E, I'll start going by Mad Max. How's that sound? I mean, that's, okay.
3: but that's not how my name is spelled. That's like two
0: different things, though. That's like two completely different things. It, it
3: is. Like, but it is. It's like, two different you're not, things. Your name's you don't not understand. Where is the X in your actual name? Zane, some where's, of us where's the have X? to make
1: sacrifices for him to to be called Mad Max. So you're going to have to get rid of the Y in your name. Yeah, Zane, make a sacrifice here. Yeah, be, be one for the team, Zane.
0: Um this podcast review came from pod chaser this comes from friend of the show andrew loudon he left a five-star review he says these guys are rock stars super knowledgeable of pop culture always count on them for
1: unbiased reviews of the latest big games marvel releases unbiased marvel review unbiased yeah that's very <laughs> generous of him
3: he's definitely only listened to episodes i've been on <laughs> no. yeah unbiased, Clearly.
1: unbiased.
0: unbiased.
3: Clearly.
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, Robbie! Comments. You're stroking your beard like you have a lot to say.
2: I'm always very thoughtful and stroke my beard. I'm clearly the most unbiased here.
0: <laughs> clearly uh, unbiased. Oh man! Yes, Routed. of course, of course, of course, course
1: yeah. of course.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna give this a uh, four out of six. Uh, again, another great review, friend of the show. Not mentioning Zane. <laughs> when will these people
1: learn, Isaac? When will they learn? Uh it's, it's at this point, it's like essential. You need to put Zane in your review. To even claim we're unbiased, that's just that's asinine.
3: True. It's what the people want.
0: Uh before we dive into Peacemaker, Multiverse of Madness, Moon Knight, and the Lord of the Rings trailers, uh, we want to make sure that you're familiar with our rating system and how we rate things. So we're gonna go ahead and put that bumper for that right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast. Everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step. Additionally, we want to make sure that you know we're going to spoil everything from Peacemaker. We're going to talk about some little bits for Doctor Strange and Moon Knight today. So we want to make sure that those could potentially be spoilers as they're rumors. So we want to make sure that you uh, are... are just treading carefully, if you don't want to be spoiled, from this point on, we want to give you a spoiler warning.
3: This is
0: Prepare Yourself
3: An Infinity Bros. Prepare Yourself. Spoiler. Ah! Warning.
1: And before we get into all the nerdy content, because here on the Infinity Bros Con, <laughs> bleh, here on the Infinity Bros Podcast, <laughs> we're all about the nerdy stuff one of the nerdy things that we're into is comic books, especially indie comic books. And one of the coolest indie comic books out there is Chronicles of Faith David, a joint series put on by Brainy Pixel and Mercy Way Studios. You guys need to check this out. Uh issue 0 is out and available. Each issue 1 is also available to purchase and issue 2 is now currently on Indiegogo to be funded so they can continue this series. And this series, guys, is fantastic. It's a recreation of the story of David right now, and they're going to continue this series going through the Old Testament and some of the awesome stories that – are in there that honestly led themselves very well to comic books. So um, the art in this is amazing. If you guys want to check out a review of issue zero of Chronicles of Faith, David, make sure you go to the daily snap at the And I'm actually going to be doing a review of or ep- er, issue one as well. That will be up on the daily snap as well. So lots of cool stuff. We'll put the link to the Indiegogo in our, um, in our show notes, uh, make sure you guys go check that out. Good friends of the Infinity Bros podcast. And you can check out the Chronicles of Faith, David mini Miniso, that we did quite a while back. Actually had uh, Brainy Pixel, Ivan Anaya, he, who is the uh, artist of uh, Mercy Way Studios, on, and we talked about it a little bit, and had a good chat with those guys. It's, it's really cool to see kind of the roots of how that comic book got going. So, Make sure you guys check that out. Um, really cool stuff upcoming. So, Click the link tree. Go there. You'll find the link
0: in there. You'll be good to go. All the links we All the discussed things. today will be on that link tree. Don't miss that link on the show notes. Peacemaker picks up from where the Suicide Squad 2021 left off, where Peacemaker returns home after recovering from his encounter with Bloodsport, only to discover that his freedom comes at a price. We've reviewed this show a couple times this season. But this is the final episode of season one. Uh, the episode eight is, is titled It's Cow or Never. Um, and first, before we talk about episode eight, let's talk about our reviews of the season um, uh, leading up to this point. Quick numbers real quick. Zane, what was your rating real quick? Just a number up to this point through seven episodes
3: through seven
2: episodes. I'm going to give it a solid five and a half. Robbie. I'm right there with
0: Zane. I'd say five and a half. Five and a half, and and half th- as well. I was at a five. I, I think it was very strong, especially they're they're picking up steam towards the end here. Um, and although Peacemaker and Adebayo are at odds, the team must kill the cow before the aliens can finish. This episode is directed by James Gunn, written by James Gunn, um, and obviously John Cena is our boy in it. Let's go ahead and rate this episode and talk about our thoughts on it. Uh, let's pass it over to our residential DC fanboy on this show for this episode. Robbie, Robbie, go ahead.
2: Totally unbiased.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've (laughs) got to be. (laughs) Favorite podcast. Unbiased Um, opinions.
2: Completely unbiased, (laughs) uh, not biased at all. Well, I feel like that could actually be a little bit true. Like I'm only biased to the DC name, but I don't know anything about Peacemaker until this show really, or really until suicide squad came out. Um, I really enjoyed the season finale. I feel like it had all the hits. It had the jokes that the season is known for. Um, and I don't think this episode went too vulgar, except for maybe our uh, big cameo at the end. Um, but there was some good action scenes, some really good fight scenes. Uh, we got some of those moments, uh, those touchy-feely moments that uh, John Cena's Peacemaker had uh, with his dad and all those different things that meshed well. And led up to a, you know, we're going to get a second season. We had a few moments where we thought we might lose a few important characters. I'm so happy that Eagley did not die. If Eagley would have have taken been out.
1: Instantly lowered score. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, it's a three if yeah. Eagly goes out. And like, Eagly is not that important, but he's that important. Absolutely. Eagly is just the, he's he's the he's star great. of the show. There's so many, yeah, there's so many little things that are like, there's so many little things that seem like they're big things in the show when they don't really matter. Um, I thought the cow and how they got rid of the cow was pretty funny. Uh, John Cena got to kind of get back at Adebayo by just doing the, you know, the torpedo thing with her when she was not ready. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's why I gave it a five out of five for the whole season. That thought this episode was probably also a five out of five. Five
1: out of six. I'm...
2: Um, Five because out of six. That's how
1: we rate things on the Five point five Podcast. out of
2: six. I ruined it all. Unbiased <sighs> opinions. Um <laughs> Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. Zener. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm gonna keep it just right on five point five. Like every this is one of those seasons where almost every episode it has just it continued the narrative. It had the same humor through through and through and like it always did enough to be engaging and it was just yeah it built enough of these characters that you feel like oh this is a side character that doesn't actually matter but it actually yeah it felt like a much larger character and you for as much as you saw humor and got just some of that the wacky crazy stuff you also got kind of a deep hitting story behind everything with Peacemaker, his dad, his brother like you saw the depths of stuff with Etabayo and her wife. Like there was so much more human side to it, not just, hey, we're gonna make a crazy superhero show. And I thought that balanced well through the whole thing. So five point five on the finale and like I said, yeah, season as a whole, five point five. Like it And you
2: got you got to watch Peacemaker's character grow throughout the right. show. Which what I thought was really interesting because like people started calling him out for being a total dick and it was so necessary. And you could actually see like him realizing, Oh, I'm kind of a dick. Like the big, you know, emotional moment in this final episode was dye beard and how he's like, Ugh. I thought no one would have noticed that I dye My beard. No one got me, dude. Dickhead started mentioning yeah. it every day. It's like, it's such a, it's like a silly thing, but like, yeah, John this character is a dick and he didn't realize how much of a dick he was. Okay, I've said that
1: word enough. I'm gonna move on. Go ahead. We're a clean podcast. <laughs> Maybe not after this episode. I after if we're if we're not if we're still clean after the last episode 106, then we'll be clean it, the entire. Yeah. Don't
2: come after me when you guys talked <laughs> about that
1: movie, Mark. Mark why
2: are I you at Robbie's? House? You
1: call it. You don't even
0: call it by its name. I
2: don't even want to say the name. I don't even want to say the name.
1: I can't. Isaac, go ahead. Um, Yeah, I mean, what you guys are hitting on, I would actually give this last episode a 6 out of 6. I think this was probably the best episode in the season for me. Um, All of the, like, I mean, you guys have hit on it. Like, this show was a lot more emotional than I expected it to be. What I expected to be was a lot of violence and gore and dick jokes. And we'd certainly got a lot of that. But, the, like you mentioned, Robbie, the character development is actually just perfect in this show. Um, Peacemaker becomes a character that we kind of actually like by the end of it, which is, you know, everybody kind of hates him and suicides these, these suicide squad. Is it these? Now we're having this discussion. Suicide again. squad. Suicide squad. Um, like, He's he's an easy character to hate, and he still is through most of this season. And by the end of it, we're actually on his side, and we actually like what the decisions that he's making, which is which is pretty cool. Um, James Gunn did a fantastic job with this show. Like, I mean, he does it in Guardians of the Galaxy and in Suicide Squad as well. But like, the soundtrack and score that goes along with this show was incredible. Um, I think it goes a long way to speaking to who, you know, peacemaker and his dad is like how he grew up. It was very like, it had this like nostalgic feel to it, even though it's obviously just, you know, came out this year. So that was really cool, but man, just top notch show. There was just a lot of dick jokes and a lot of gore. So that's why it's a 5.5 for me. Ultimately, like it's, it's awesome. Um, And James Gunn does a pretty good job at pivoting from dick joke to serious moment like those. He actually surprised me with a few of them where he actually inserts this kind of crude humor into these heavy emotional moments. And it kind of works, actually. So surprisingly, very emotional show. Loved it. But, you know, it got a little over the top at times, which is what we kind of expected. Yeah, I mean, this has the cameo to end all
0: cameos, just on top of yeah, it too, right? Real. Like, I mean, with Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller coming back <laughs> as their characters, and that was wild. then Superman and Wonder Woman in the, in the frame as well. I, I,
2: or was I, that Shazam?
0: It was Superman. Anyway, was moving Superman. on. What? It was Superman. Well, let's <laughs> stop I <should've> that. Say. <laughs> it, there was no way or it wasn't. It was just, It was Superman. Stop it. What
3: if that um, was Supergirl, not Wonder <laughs> Woman? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, actually.
3: Um,
0: yeah, I'm going to stay at a five for very similar reasons as you, Isaac. I just think I'm a bigger critic on the subject of dick jokes and F-words, right? Like I think for me – this is James Gunn at his finest when, when he uh, the character that when uh, what's the beard uh, Econ- Economos. Economos. when Economos is talking about his his beard. That's James Gunn at his best writing. That that is peak James Gunn. That's what he's good at making obscure moments into character arc moments that. Absolutely make that specific character. It makes makes you fall in love with them, and it makes the characters surrounding him or her fall in love with them. And this is where this episode shines. Um, I've – first two episodes, did not like it, was, was pretty close to actually bailing on this show. Gave it a, one more episode to give it a shot, and I'm really thrilled they did because I think this show ended very well. I think also, too, James Gunn being behind the camera really helps, Robbie. I would add that on to what you said. I think James Gunn being behind the camera, the episodes he directed, to me, were some of the heaviest-hitting episodes. I think he's just that good behind the camera. And this is one of those episodes. I'm very pleased with this show. Another show, I would put it in the Ted Lasso category. This show shouldn't have been made, but it was, and I'm glad it was made. I still have questions of the overarching, like, what is DC trying to do overall? And I think that cameo makes me ask that question.
2: That that was my big thing, because I was like, okay, we get now got Aquaman and Ezra Miller and The Flash talking to Peacemaker, but it's, like, super vulgar talk. And I'm like, okay, where are we going from here now?
0: Yeah, what is your and, – and is it just James Gunn wanted to do it and that was it? Like – and they know they're aborting all of this down the line? Like, that was kind of my question. It it
2: turned into the boys really fast.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Great way to say it. That's exactly what I thought, Robbie. And I was – don't get me wrong. I was there for it. Like, I was like, oh, this is great. But then to hear – Aquaman say the f word, just like oh, I No not it,
1: it kind of f- another felt, betrayal like, it of the fit character. Jason Momoa, but it didn't it fit. fit it Momoa. didn't fit Ezra Miller in the the Flash's character. That was weird to me. Like Jason Momoa would have said that as Aquaman.
2: That's that's what I was thinking. Like it made sense that Jason Momoa would be a little vulgar because Aquaman can be a little vulgar. But then for like Ezra Miller to play off yeah, that, that was and to, weird. Like, make it bigger, like didn't make a lot of sense to me. I didn't like that because now that's canon. That's part of the DCEU moving forward, unless you know they go back and get rid of everything and in, in the Flash coming up here. Soon.
0: Multiverse, right? I mean, the argument is multiverse potentially.
2: But yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it because, like I've already said, like then you were just turning into the boys, and we already have those characters in the boys. And like DC, the the big seven for DC should be a shining light, you know. For I agree that world and that, like that, that being the first like instant for James Gunn to use them and to do that with them kind of, uh, and it's just that, like, like, it
1: was just weird how they, they were even there. Like it, it was, it was a running joke throughout the whole thing with, with, you know, peacemaker and all these characters. And then they just actually show up at the end. Like, I don't know. It just, it seemed like it didn't really make sense. And, uh, I think it would have been more funny if they just left it as a running joke instead of them actually showing up.
0: This is interesting. It sounds like you both are really low on this cameo. Zane, what are your thoughts on this cameo? Are you aligning with them?
3: No, I actually really liked it. I, Me
0: too. I, yeah. I, I
2: loved the cameo. I didn't like how they talked.
3: Did you like how they talked, Zane? I like it because it's it was counter of what everything you see. Like It's against the bit of them not showing up. It's against the bit of them being that the shiny beacon, like it's, it's totally like, Hey, we showed up peacemaker calling you out like, Oh wow. Thanks guys. And then like it, cause it's, it makes sense. Cause it's completely out of character. In for the them. bit.
1: It was funny, but to me, it's like, nobody cares about the butterflies, like justice league, nobody except for peacemaker and their crew is doing anything about the butterfly situation? The whole entire well, world. You
2: can't use that argument because that happens in all the Marvel movies too. Like that's well, they don't show
1: up then because because yeah, that's it. But then they actually. But they did up. show up. I know they
2: did show up. They were just late. I thought that if we were going to get a cameo, it was it was going to be Batman, and I don't know if it would have been Affleck or Pattinson or who it would have been. Them,
1: have them actually face to face with <laughs>
0: yeah, with I'd John be like, Cena. That would have been great.
2: Heard you don't like my. You know, my, my so
0: there is a quote from James Gunn, Robbie, that, and I'm paraphrasing this quote, but basically what he says is, I was not allowed to use them, use Batman characters for whatever reason. I don't know what the reason is. He he basically ended this sentence with. I'm assuming it has to do with the future movie. So that leads me personally to believe that has
3: to do with the Flash and what they're doing there with Michael Keaton and you know all that stuff. So, well, I saw an article too. Not that it's. With what's going on in the DC stuff. But um I saw, I don't remember where I saw the article, but apparently to do this add-in, it's actually Marvel that shot this. And you so
0: just s- you you're out here stealing, you're out here stealing my show notes. You make fun of me for doing show notes. You make fun of me for doing show notes, and then I've got them, and then you come out here and steal them.
2: Zane, you should watch our TikToks, because like I already covered that on TikTok from a from a link that max. So shared l- let me, me let
0: I, I do want to share that quote. So let's talk about that. So this is a variety quote. This comes from variety, and James Gunn says this. And Zane, you're 100% correct. Marvel did shoot Ezra Miller. I think before we ever shot the show, we talked to Jason about it. He was cool, so he's pretty much on board from the beginning. And then Ezra, I've just found out through some common friends, liked my movies a lot. So I asked if he would come in and shoot the scene. He kindly agreed to that. And actually, Marvel shot Ezra for us while we were shooting Guardians 3. So this was actually an exchange because the actor who plays Myrne. Shot screen tests by DC for Marvel for Guardians. That's so I believe I those conversations agree. were happening with Gunn and that actor during the filming of Peacemaker, it heading into Guardians of the Galaxy. So Marvel owed him one. That was that was the way the article,
3: but was now, too, to run on that, do you think we're gonna get the, some sort of cameo by either of them in Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Even if it's just, like, a voice role or CGI? I feel like the
0: most likely would be John Cena.
3: Well, no, I mean, because since Marvel shot that with Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa, like, do you think either of them get an Easter egg while they it were there just, for Guardians? It was
2: just Ezra. Jason Momoa, yeah. It was
3: well, no, I Vera. mean, like, if they just use his voice. Momoa was on site. He came
0: to their set. Yeah, so then it would be Miller, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question the the I'm with Robbie, I'll circle back on that though. the butterfly comment I agree, Robbie. It's <laughs> isaac if if the, if the Justice League knew about the butterflies, that's a marvel thing like like that's Marvel has the same issue. But on the flip side too to to defend Isaac, I don't really know where I stand on the issue. I'm just kind of trying to l- look at it through like realistically what should have happened here. You can't tell me that Flash and Superman are coming at the same time as Aquaman, <laughs> right. Right? Like, that just felt weird to me, too. Um,
2: Well, do you think that Superman, like, carried Aquaman there, and then they just dropped him for, like, dramatic effect?
0: I think Wonder Woman carried (laughs) all three of them, because it's (laughs) (laughs) 2020.
2: She's working on carrying the franchise, so.
0: She's carrying all of the DCU right now, as far as I'm concerned. Well,
2: okay, so... To point to that, James Gunn is carrying the DCU right now. He is. The top three things on Rotten Tomatoes, two of them are are James Gunn stuff. Yeah, man. Peacemaker is the highest rated Rotten Tomatoes thing that DCU has right now. It's at 95%. Were
1: you worried at the end of this that a butterfly was going to overtake somebody on the team? I kind of thought about it because, I mean, obviously we get the scene where, like, the butterfly almost gets into Harcourt, and, like, I was like, I wonder if we're going to get somebody that's singled out like, you know, at the end that this potentially could continue on. But it was a cool uh, little, I don't know, it wasn't even a post-credit scene. It was just at the end, but like um John Cena or Peacemaker is at his trailer and Goff as a butterfly comes over and is just like chilling with with Peacemaker and he feeds him. Like that was kind of a cool little cameo thing at the end there yeah i, I for me it was ekonomos that was the one i was thinking who was gonna get taken over because he had
0: economos, kind of had that s- ending ekonomos economos.
2: <laughs> just call him die beard. <laughs> beard don't call him die beard anymore come on man <laughs>
0: come on i didn't think anyone noticed until some dickhead <laughs> made a comment But he was it. like crying as he said that i was like
1: oh my gosh
0: <laughs> oh that was i wouldn't I'm know sorry. what it's like to have to dye your beard but um I I thought based on how he spoke in that moment that he was going to be the one like that was going to be the end of his arc. Boom, they're done with him. He'll survive. But then the final panel was going to be him trying to take down that team. But maybe the team's just not big enough right now. Maybe they just need to get deeper into Amanda Waller's behind the scenes craziness first. Yeah,
1: well, and that's what it looks like the direction that they're going because they called her out at the end of the episode. So, you know, yeah, that's actually probably a scarier person to go against. than.
0: Would you rather go against the butterflies or Amanda
1: Waller? I'm probably taking the butterflies. I, I, you know, the butterflies is a cool, cool, fun arc, but I hope they drop it for next season. Cause I
2: want to, well, they I have to, the else. cow's dead. They don't have any, that's why, that's yeah, why I the came day. And like stayed, stayed with, uh, Will well, does
1: Peacemaker like, have like cases of it somewhere or what? No, but he no. has
2: nowhere else to go. He's dead. He's dead once the bottle's gone. Like right. it doesn't matter. He
3: was the only one that had any left.
2: Of right. That. So it doesn't matter anymore. So God, yeah, the butterflies are done. They'll move on from yeah. them. As they should.
3: Season two,
0: what do you want to see?
2: That's the question. Like, we have we had no idea what to expect coming into yeah. this season. So you imagine you could go the Waller route. You could go uh Gosh, what's the, the name that Edris Elba played?
3: Bloodsport. Uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport.
2: Bloodsport. You could go John Cena versus Bloodsport. That's still kind of a thing out there. I don't know. I, there's, there's a lot of things you could do. James Gunn is going to find something weird that he'll pick up on. I don't have any preconceived expectations yet. Um, I would be shocked if we make it out of the next season without losing one or two of the members, though.
1: I think that's why everybody actually liked this show so much is that we didn't really know what to expect coming into it. And, I mean, going forward, I feel like I still have that attitude. Like, I, I'm excited for it, and I don't really care to know what's happening next because it'll be a fun ride, kind of just regardless of what happens. So um, I don't really know what to expect from it, and I kind of like it that way. I think they can lower the stakes for next season too. Like, don't make it a world-altering
0: event. Make it more of a national threat. I mean, even if it's Amanda Waller, like that—that that to me, the stakes of Abio versus her mom. I think that's great. Let's leave it at that. Like, I think that would be great stakes, and then Peacemaker has to work through that. I think that I would like that. But
2: Peacemaker growing as a person, like, is good enough for me. If it's a slow—that's all it needs process, to be—is yeah. fine. It doesn't have to be a quick thing. It just slowly slowly dude that's
0: out. i mean it's crazy too that they showed a kid like getting killed on screen that like that's yeah. the other part of this show that really was jarring to me but props and respect i think they yep they handled they it took well a, they took a shot like, yeah they did they handled it well i thought it was in good taste it's a risky subject matter but i thought it was good taste um if james Gunn, i will say this if james gunn doesn't come back i don't want it
1: yeah i think that's fair to say I mean, I I I think at this point, Peacemaker is probably well developed enough as a character to carry something. But I mean, J- he's it's James Gunn's thing, so like I don't think it no, would it, have as much impact. It has be James Gunn. I don't definitely wouldn't have as much impact if it was somebody else. He his fingerprints are all over yeah, this thing. Definitely, it's it's a lot. So Zane, any closing
0: thoughts?
3: No, yeah, I just agree with that. Like, I don't know where it's going to go in the future, but if uh, if James Gunn's not a part of it, I, I just don't care. So whatever he wants to do moving forward, I let's let's see what happens. I'm good with whatever. I don't even think it's bad that they have it up in the air. Right. No, not at all.
0: No. Like, I think that's fine. I no. think they can take as long as they want to go to season
1: two. Yeah. And maybe James Gunn can go to Guardians and come back, right? Like, I mean. Well, he's, I mean, like, they're, <clears throat> are they done shooting Guardians 3? They might already be done shooting it, I feel like. So, like, he, he could start Peacemaker Season 2, like, this year easy. So that's not, like, out of the question.
0: Let's transition over to the Super Bowl. Uh, Zane, were you upset that the Joe your Joe Burrow Cincinnati Bengals didn't win?
3: No, no. Like I said, I I was fine with whoever was going to win. Like, yeah, I was wanted Joe Burrow to win, but I I was fine with whatever outcome. Like, it was like it was just a good game. Like,
0: yeah, Robbie is is Stafford Hall of Fame.
2: I don't think so. I don't know if that's controversial or not. Yet. I just don't think not so. Yet.
0: Hold on, He's Isaac. You get the yet. hardest question of all. Hold on, ready, Isaac. Oh. Orange and black or blue and gold? Blue and gold, baby. Blue and gold. All right. That's the answer. I, We're sticking with it. I was brooding for Stafford. I wanted him to get a ring. So No, Isaac, we don't want to know the analytical th- mindset you had.
1: We just want to know. Exactly. <laughs> that was that wasn't an analytical. Think. I wanted Stafford to get a ring. That's all
2: I okay, said. Okay, chill out with the analytics, <laughs> my guy. Put your papers away.
1: Yeah. Calm down.
0: We don't want to know what your thoughts on Stafford are. Put just your tell Excel us the colors and let's move Bloom gold.
2: to the side. Bloom, Bloom gold. gold.
0: Bloom Gold in four.
2: Um
0: Marvel Studios' Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the door to the multiverse, including an alternate version of himself whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. This is directed by Sam Raimi, written by Jade Haley Bartlett, Uh, Steve Ditko is getting credit, as well as Stan Lee, stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olson, Rachel McAdams, Michael Stahlberg, uh, uh, Benedict Wong, Chittowell Eljefor. I worked on that. I think we're getting closer. I think we're getting
1: closer. It's doing He's great, looking. Max. Keep it up. Keep it really up. Really proud of you. It's a good joke. It's a, it's it's a great joke, joke even. even.
0: <laughs> and somebody's playing America Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was great. It was great. Great up until that one. <laughs>
0: Um, somebody else gets credit, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart's getting credit on IMDb now. Um, I'm sorry. I'm terrible at pronouncing, pronouncing (laughs) him. I'm so bad. Biblically bad. Um, (laughs) let's go ahead and rate this trailer. Uh, there were two trailers technically, but we're going to just go ahead and rate them as one. Uh, Zane, let's start with you.
3: Oh. Yeah, it's six out of six. Like, how can you give that thing anything else? Like, we were sitting there watching at Max's house. Me and Max both looked at each other, and we were just like, oh, my gosh. It, like, it's six out of six.
0: Happiest of accidents. I'll go next. I'll just piggyback off that. Highest of sixes I can give. This is, in my opinion, the best Marvel trailer ever made. I would put it above Endgame and Infinity War. I think this trailer is that good. I think this trailer did exactly what it needed to do because I was wondering how this movie was going to work. I had a better understanding of it after WandaVision and Spider-Man, but I wanted to know what Raimi's vision was on this. I got it. I got it in two and a half minutes. I feel great. I don't need to see another frame of this movie to want to be there. This looks tremendous. I'm actually, this to me has potential to be one of the best Marvel movies ever made from what this trailer looked like. So I'm trying to tamper my expectations because they're already very high. I'm a Doctor Strange guy, but this is great. I mean, Zane, I I think I said that was the best Marvel trailer at the time, and I haven't been able to shake that thought. So really, really good trailer. Six out of six. Robbie.
2: Yeah, I'm with you guys. It's definitely a six out of six because of all the doors that this movie can open and just that trailer alone could open – and, and the frame by frame that people have been doing on this trailer has been insane. Like people finding like the animated parts of this trailer is my favorite thing because that that brings in a whole different realm of of comics and, and history if. into the Marvel universe and the in the what if universe and it, it's yeah just wild what this can do. So there's there's so much that happened in this trailer that I don't understand how you fit it into a movie, but they'll figure it out because Marvel is the best at forcing you know five hours worth of material into two and a half hours and they're brilliant at it i'm i'm just as excited for this movie i'm not a doctor strange guy like max is but i am very very excited for this movie because what it's gonna do for the marvel universe
0: do you think what if is important after watching this trailer robbie
2: yeah i i didn't think what if was gonna play a role in the mcu moving forward like I really enjoyed What If. I think I I think I put What If above uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. If I'm not mistaken, when we did our list of all those shows, because I really enjoyed What If. The fact that it's probably like legit canon to the MCU now makes me very very excited.
1: <sighs> Hate to be the Debbie Downer, but uh, two out of six, no substance, sucked. Worst <laughs> failure I've ever seen. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. All flat. I'm just kidding. No it's substance. a six out of six. <laughs> Infinity snaps. Okay, Jarrett. <laughs> so like, oh, <laughs> Jarrett. Jarrett. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> no, this, this is an amazing trailer, and I've been very critical of trailers just in general in the past, like, three, four years. I feel like they're showing more and more of movies, which is just dumb to me. But this didn't show us a thing. We still don't know what the heck is going on in this movie, and I love that about this trailer. That was one of my favorite things about the WandaVision trailers. Didn't show us anything. We saw all the frames of all the characters. We saw all the cool junk that we're probably going to see in this movie. But we still have zero clue how this is all going to get tied together. Absolutely love it. Six out of six. Infinity Snap from the Infinity Bros for the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Infinity Snaps. Yeah, I I think this is probably safe to say
0: this is an Infinity Snap. Oh, yeah. A couple little bits, things I want to talk about. Robbie. Little bits. Little bits. Little bits. Robbie, I want you to know that I think when you say little bits, it's the best. Thank you. That's an attack on (laughs) it. It hurts hurts. a little bit, but that's all right. It hurts hurts a little bit. Um, It's a good joke. It's a great joke even.
3: (laughs) But it's got to stop. It's got to stop.
0: There is a massive rumor about who is the Illuminati and which actors are playing them. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say them for our panel here, but if you are not interested in hearing this and you're fearful that this may be a spoiler, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to fast forward about a minute because we're going to talk about this. Are we ready, gentlemen? The first one is, is one we already know. It's Professor Ex- Patrick Stewart. Are we ready for the rest? Here we go. The second rumored is Captain Carter played by Haley Atwell.
1: Oh, God. The
0: third is Captain Marvel played by Lashana Lynch. The fourth is Mr. Fantastic, played by John Krasinski. The fifth is, and this was the shocking one to me, the return of Black Bolt from the Inhuman series, played by Anson Mount. And then Clea, played by Charlize Theron. Balder the Brave is also allegedly in this movie. Magneto is in it. And the person made it very clear to say that Magneto will not, uh, I'm sorry, Charles Xavier will only be played by Patrick Stewart. There will not be a McAvoy version of Patrick Stewart. And then the other little bit—that's not really a little bit—but it's based on how you interpret how Ryan Reynolds said it this week. Ryan Reynolds was asked if he was in this movie. He s- half of a sentence basically said, "I don't know if I can talk about that," and then ended it with, "I'm not in the movie." <laughs> Do you think this list very is accurate? Ryan do you think this list is accurate? And how sure are you that Ryan Reynolds is in this movie as Deadpool? Zane, I'm gonna pass that to you. You're the Deadpool fan. Uh,
3: I, I don't I don't even know. Like, I I don't want to like get too deep in speculation because I just want the movie just to hit me with what it what's in it. But you don't want to dive into the weeds? You don't want to get in the weeds with I, us? I just I feel like that's been such a dangerous thing. But if I'm gonna go <laughs> into the weeds, I'm gonna say Yes, he's going to be in it. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if
0: Mark was here, Mark would be diving head headfirst,
3: getting, getting right, a concussion. Exactly. The weeds. <laughs> Mark's going to human torpedo <laughs> the, the helmet. <laughs> the Activate into human the torpedo into the weeds. <laughs> I feel like Deadpool's going to be in it, but it's just going to be like a CGI, and that's going to be the workaround when Ryan Reynolds says he's not going to be in it. Physically, he won't be in it, but I feel like we could still see Deadpool in some background or some cut scene so i think that'll be the workaround on it physically he won't be in it but the character will be now robbie
0: on the poster you can see captain carter's shield
3: so, um
2: yeah
0: so like this list feels somewhat important to me but are you excited to see the return of captain carter since you're such a what if fan
2: i mean i i'm excited to see captain carter return i don't know if part of the Ill- illuminati is where i would expect her to return, I guess.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. That doesn't
2: make a whole lot of sense to me. I'm more shocked that they would even like mention that the inhuman show happened. That's I, what
0: leads me to think this list might not be true. Yeah. Robbie. I, 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 don't think black bolt is in this. I don't
2: think they want to talk about that show.
0: I don't either. I think it's more likely to be a black Panther. I think it's more likely to be, um, killmonger. I, I think that's a way bigger possibility to me than black bolt. I, I, Anson Mount, I don't know how Kevin Feige wants him anywhere in the building to do this role. That's what makes this list feel suspect to me.
2: Yeah, everything else you were saying sounded like like legit, and then you said that and I was like, mm, no. The
0: Anson Mount one would be jaw dropping. Krasinski has been like that's been a rumor for what five six years. I like I mean, rumor. that's yeah. I
2: love that rumor so much. That rumor
0: has been around since since Endgame. Right? I mean that that, that rumor was, that, is that,
2: like. The my precious, it's just
0: yeah that just rumor. John Krasinski, yeah. is Mr.
2: Fantastic.
0: To me, that I feels like it. any scooper right now can just put that on their list, and anyone's gonna get excited.
1: I right. I, I feel like that's just whatever. Uh, Isaac, what about you? Anybody on this list hit you? I think of what we about? um, I think this list doesn't sound that bad, honestly, and definitely the Anson Mount uh, thing seems a little sus. But I will say, I think. Feige might be on board with it just because everything's multiverse. Like, hey, maybe there's a multiverse where a really crappy Inhumans thing happened. You know, like it's it's possible. It's a multiverse, you know, like it happened. It happened in some multiverse that we're never going to see again. And they probably want to keep buried. But, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Likely, probably not. The one thing that I was surprised that I didn't see on this list because the internet has been freaking out about it is Tom Cruise's Superior Iron Man. That one's been like a very, very popular – like we saw kind of a figure that looks like they had some kind of energy thing and a lot of people were uh, suspecting that that was Superior Iron Man. I personally, I think that figure looks more like Captain Marvel, um, Monica Rambo, Captain Marvel. So – Mark and I both think that this looks like Iron Lad, and this is
0: going to be Agreed. a young Kang. I, yeah. I really, really feel like this is going to be a young Kang, and this is how they're going to usher in that young Avengers. I, 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 it could go anywhere. That's the crazy thing. The goatee and the, and the CGI lend itself to be like, it could be a person that's of color or just white. Like it's, yeah, It really is a great, great frame. To put
1: in that driven. Right. I mean, all there's like a bunch of like energy stuff around the person, yeah. so it's all just like Yeah. Inconspicuous. Like you could throw anybody in there.
2: It just it did look like Tom Cruise to me it kinda, at all. Yeah. I don't know.
1: A lot of people I have been get, somebody did yeah. a fan, uh like a fan art of Tom Cruise's Superior Iron Man, and then the whole internet went wild and it was like, oh my gosh, it's Tom Cruise. I totally see him in it. He's right there. Um,
2: I would hate Tom Cruise.
1: I mean, Superior Iron Man. Iron Man is a hateable character, so that actually kind of makes sense. Oh, Robbie, I I disagree. I think it'd be great to have Tom
0: Cruise in that role. Just have him be peak dude. Su- superior Tom Iron Cruise, Man I is think like he'd be great.
2: Okay, yeah. th- that makes sense. I don't know much about Superior Iron Man, so if that's if that's the bit, then yeah, just sure. a jerk. Well, just sure. a jerk. Then I can. He's
1: like evil Iron Man, basically. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm all in on that.
0: Uh, Zane America Chavez. Thoughts on that? I mean, we've we've talked about it before on the show, but I haven't heard your thoughts on this character. This is a very under-the-radar character, but I feel like she's going to be a household name by the end of this movie.
3: I think that's going to be what we're getting to go into, like, the Phase 4, the new stuff, and I think this movie, it's, yeah, it's going to be that introduction. Like, I don't know a ton about the character, um, so I, I don't know if it's going to be more of a, hey, we're just going to run this character along and here's what you get. Um, I feel like it's going to be kind of a setup of an alternate universe, obviously. Um, So I don't know if it's going to already have it set up that she fully has her power, like she's fully an established thing from her universe. Or if this is like, hey, here's some random person we save and like the story continues along with them. Like, I I just don't know. I feel like, yeah, she has a role, obviously, in the future stuff of what's going to happen. I just don't know what her role specifically in this movie is going to be. She's got to be like a
0: secret wars piece. I think is kind of where I'm leaning on it. Like young Avengers, secret Wars stuff. That's kind of where stuff like.
3: down the line. Right? Yeah, for sure.
0: Let's transition over to the next big game TV spot. This came from moon Knight, which is very like it's coming guys. Like it's going
1: to be here before we do it. March 30th is the first date of the episode. Yeah. That's like, a month and a half, less Jared's than a month so and, and a half away. Right that's now. crazy.
0: Pretty crazy. Um, a former U.S. Marine struggling with dissociative identity disorder is granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god, but he soon finds out that these newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse to his troubled life. This is directed by D- Doug Munch, uh, Isaac, Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, and Gaspard Iliel, uh who passed away. Uh, recently in that skiing accident star in this. And then pretty much everybody... Oh, F. Marie Abraham will play Knoshu. That's the other one. That that just came out, I believe, this last week. Kanshu. Kanshu. Gosh, if Jarrett was here, he'd kill me. That's, a town,
3: that's a town in Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> hey, Max, Max, please don't say that, Max. I don't best character ever. Um, oh my gosh, Max, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> zener tell us your thoughts on this trailer i believe i was still freaking out about um dr strange when we watched this trailer together
3: but i'd love to know your thoughts on this 30 second spot uh it's gonna be sweet like we're giving a rating 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 don't forget the rating. uh yeah it's gonna be very cool like this trailer i'm still five out of six like I, i always get bothered when marvel when we're getting really close to getting something and they're like, Hey, we're going to keep giving new trailers. It's like, okay, I'm already excited for it. Let's just get to the show. I don't need new trailers. Like I don't need more spoiled. Like, let's just get me to the show. Um, But yeah, I'm very excited for it. It's going to be something new. Um, I'm going to be excited to see how they handle the mental illness side of things, uh, how they're going to represent the different uh, characters or even the different uh, personalities. Um, And so, yeah, I think there's a lot that they can do with this. And I'm excited to see what moon Knight has in store for us and what that means further down the line, especially in regards to with what we have coming with blade. And then like, if we get ghost Rider or anything, you know, s- give me the midnight suns, give me the midnight I was suns. Just,
0: that was my next question. It's like, dude, this feels like midnight suns.
3: That's what this, I want.
0: This, this is the direction they're going.
3: Zane. Absolutely. And that would fit in with what Rami's doing with the multiverse man, like fit in with yeah. this, like get this creepy, get this dark side, yep. like, that's what I want.
0: Yeah. Robbie, thoughts on this trailer?
2: Uh, I just love Oscar Isaac so freaking much. So you put him in anything and I'm pretty much going to watch it. The fact that he's now playing a just a BA superhero, anti-hero, whatever. I don't know what you want to call Moon moon uh Just makes it all the better. I'm all in on it. I give this trailer a six out of six because it has Oscar Isaac in it. And it's just more teasing for me. I just, I, the Moon Knight. I haven't actually done any like reading on Moon Knight, but just from what I know, without doing any reading, so just from what I know, he's a character I know I would enjoy. I haven't actually read stuff yet because if if I do, Robbie, I'm gonna go down the deep end. Robbie, I know he's not bad.
1: He's not Batman. He's not Batman. So I, he's Okay, know, you're gonna be disappointed. I know he's not gonna be bad, disappointed, but I better. know that
2: I would love his character.
1: Jarrett's getting he's Jarrett's getting mad right now, just just like he senses that I something didn't say is he's wrong. He's like all. getting mad right I didn't
2: now. I not say that at all.
1: I'm Why just saying, Jarrett's yeah, already mad man, about it, not, so just watch yourself. I
2: just, oh, he's just not watch bad yourself. I'm so caught off guard right now. I just I'm he's just not excited. Not, the he's character is very interesting. I'm very interested in this show. Isaac,
0: why don't
1: you give us a better review than that? Go ahead. I've been excited for the show for a long time. I didn't need another trailer, and sure, the shots that we got were cool. Um, one especially that sticks in my mind is when he's jumping down and he spreads out his cape, and we get the crescent like moon shape of his cape. That was sweet. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm already on board. Like, just skip all the trailers and let's get to the show. Uh, so five out of six. It was cool and co- like the new shots, but. It's not making me any more excited for the show than than I already was, so. Yeah, four out of six to me, too.
0: It's the same. Ex- I'm literally going to say the same things on you. I just don't even think it needs a five. It's just like, good trailer. Let's get to the show. The The poster is a six out of six with Oscar Posters legit. It. Posters. Posters a yeah. six out of six. That's what they Posters should have leaned into sure. more, in my opinion, than that. Um Jarrett needs that on his on his
1: uh, closet wall. One be- Before uh, we transition
0: to screen. our last two things to talk about, and we're just going to speed through it because we're, we're running out of time here. Um, rating of the costume, that's been a big piece of feedback on Moon Knight, that this costume cannot translate to the screen. Thoughts on the costume? Zine?
3: I feel like, was it Jarrett or someone said this in an earlier, earlier episode? I wonder if the reason why it's going that is maybe this is supposed to be like an early iteration of the costume and that as we go on like maybe the costume gets more refined like the the whole scene of like where it comes out like like mummy wrapping like I get it if it fits with the Egyptian thing but like it it still looks kind of odd like I wonder if that's either in some sort of, of vision or it's some like early way of using the costume because like the what is it the the Mr. Knight costume like that actually looked really good. Yeah. And so I, I feel like I wonder if it's going to be something that just gets more refined as the series goes on. And like we're just seeing like early on or just an interpretation of it. Either way, like it looks good. Like, it. yeah, it's one of those things that it's obviously going to look a little different on the big screen than it is in a book. But I, I don't think that's obviously going to be the final costume. Like, I think we're going to get some revisions. It's going to get upgraded um, kind of more on par, I suppose, with kind of what we got with Daredevil.
0: I love that I asked for a rating of it, and you gave me a minute and a half dissertation on this costume and, like, what you think is <laughs> happening with it. What's your rating of the of a costume? Uh, four and a half. <laughs> Robbie.
2: I think it looks cool. Five <laughs> out of six. <laughs> <Two>. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, Max doesn't agree, want a guys? dissertation on. on it. So I, well, I, it I, don't, I, I don't know how you could top what Zane just <laughs> said. Zane, Zane said a
2: lot of stuff. I give it a five. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac. I'll give it a five out of six, too. The only thing I'll say is uh, in the comics, there's a very stark. um,
2: No, that's Iron Man.
1: Dissidence between. (laughs) (laughs) There's a stark difference between Moon Knight and other characters because he is like bright white. And I'm a little sad they went with like kind of a gray shade because one of one of like Moon Knight's things is like he wants people to see him coming. So that's why he has the white costume. So that, I was a little bummed when it was like a different shade, but I think it looks sweet regardless. The Mr. Knight costume especially looks awesome. So definitely pumped for that. But yeah, I think if we get a couple more revisions, so it'll be. So you're saying it's
2: not white enough?
1: Pretty sweet costume. I'll say it. I'll say it. It's not white, it's enough. Not white enough. It's not. I'll yeah. say th- the
0: Moon Knight costume is not good. Okay, I'll give it a Max. three out of six. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I'll you for the being white. My white Knight. <laughs> it Max. does not look good. Uh, it looks gray. I agree, Isaac. I'll just be the one that actually gives it a bad rating. Three out of six.
1: It uh, that's like
0: a classic part it of needs Knight's to characters. be more. It, it needs to be costume. more. It's not so good I, enough. Yeah. Mister Knight's costume looks great. That's the that's that's my like that looks caveat sweet. there. I think that's just and maybe we'll see it in a different shade when we get it on the screen. Maybe they still need to touch it up more. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. That. Uh, two more trailers to talk to. We're just gonna power through these real quick since we're running out of time. Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Uh, tr- um, rating of that trailer. Zane.
3: Uh, something I d- don't really know what to expect. Uh, four out of six. Robbie.
2: I thought it was a really good teaser of what we're going to get. It's still, like Zane said, kind of leads you to not really know what's happening, I guess. Uh, just because of all that we saw and they, they really lent into the the Lord of the Rings aspect of it all.
1: Uh, I'll give it a 5 out of 6. Isaac. 5 out of 6. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it is I think they're using a lot of CGI in this show. And for how much money they're spending on it, like, I don't know. Lord of the for, There's a big difference between Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Like, Lord of the Rings, they used a ton of practical effects. And they still use good CGI in Lord of the Rings. But The Hobbit feels cgi like very cgi so i saw a little bit of that in this trailer and i really hope they don't lean too far that way so that's my only kind of like i don't know about that but the rest of it looks sweet i have nothing to add that
0: it, the rest of you are saying so uh four out of six i'm excited to be back in middle earth but i agree on the cgi thing if they better have paid new zealand a ton of money to be there and film it i that's exactly what i'll say so Isaac, bonus one for you that we didn't talk about pre-show. Jurassic World
2: Dominion. Oh gosh, you got Isaac all excited now.
1: Six out of six. I love, love, love this trailer.
2: Was
0: this the oh best trailer gosh. of the Super
1: Bowl? For, was this Don't the get best me trailer started. of the Super Bowl for you? Like,
0: I feel like you liked this one
1: more than Yes, um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I absolutely love this trailer. The shot where we get all of the main characters, including Ian Malcolm, uh Grant, Alan Grant, and. <laughs> i'm so excited and uh gosh what's her name again the, bryce dallas howard i forget her name who's in the first the other chick no no no, no, no the, She's the, the, the other laura ch- laura ch- dern the, first.
0: the laura dern the other laura dern. Ch- yes. yes that's the actress's name. <laughs> laura dern, name, dern the,
1: is her name yeah i forget yes and all of those and then gosh that when i saw that shot i would just like i jumped out of my seat i was like yeah, everybody this back. is awesome so yeah. cool it looks good to me i agree six i not wait Six out of six. I like. I get their cheesy dinosaur movies, dude. This is like this is like Zane's monster movies. I this is what this like is gets me furious. hyped. Absolutely, it's Max's yeah. Fast and Furious. Like makes no sense. It gets me hyped like every it, time. So give it to me. Yep. give it to me. You six get out Dominic six.
0: Toretto telling me that he I'm part of his family, <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, I am part of your family. Let's watch this movie.
3: I don't. You, know you know what? I we are, are going to space. Let's do it. What if at the What if at the end of the movie, <laughs> just that Dominic Toretto's family is the T Rex. All of a sudden, just Dominic Toretto <laughs> comes in. Just, we don't
0: leave. <laughs> and, man, and then he goes fights
3: fight the asteroid that takes out the dinosaurs.
0: What's the What's the <laughs> crossover? You want more, Robbie? Do you Something. want Fast and the Furious with Godzilla, Godzilla with Jurassic Park, or Fast and the Furious? With Jurassic Park,
2: Fast and Furious is Jurassic Park actually makes a lot of sense.
0: That could that actually, actually
2: sound pretty make awesome. That not
1: gonna lie, <sighs> I I like actively don't like the Fast and the Furious franchise, but like Fast and Furious and dinosaurs, Gosh,
0: I'm that's a in. real possibility. That's a great question. That's actually a very good question. I'm gonna go.
1: I mean, where do you go after space? Yeah, you might Jurassic as well go back. back. I yeah, I think, I'm going
0: to go maybe. Jurassic. I'm going to go Jurassic Park and Fast and the Furious. Zane, your your answer. Oh yeah, it's Godzilla and something. Well,
3: oh, no, I I'm all on board with the Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park now. Now that I said that, it, it it's ridiculous. Both those series, it makes sense. It makes so like, much just sense. Ridiculous yeah. series. It would make sense that those two would cross over.
0: Right. Right.
3: Yeah. And then the 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 third movie in that trilogy would then be. F- would be them fighting Godzilla <laughs> that together that's,
1: that's, that's the team that's up. Teams yeah. up that's teams the team up with
3: dinosaurs to take to down
1: Godzilla. Godzilla I feel it like ends
2: Peacemaker the could, right. could find his way into this universe the Peacemaker squad
3: John Cena Peacemaker riding a T-Rex
2: yeah oh my gosh oh, that sounds
3: awesome I, I guarantee
1: there's already <laughs> fan art of that and then Boba Fett comes in with his oh, rancor yeah. and like wow this is a great show He does got nothing we and should, then leaves
0: we got to pitch this to somebody. Guys. And then the page master shows up. <laughs> it's going to be great. Page, the
2: page master shows up. Wait, what? The page master? Like, Where's Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay <laughs>
0: Culkin. It's an older Macaulay Culkin, but. A younger. But no one acknowledges old. that he's older. Older. <laughs> everybody thinks, he, everybody sees him as a kid, but he looks like a kid, but he feels <laughs> like a 40 year old man. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Good. That's good Give stuff. us all your money. Yeah. You can check out all these trailers on online. Don't don't ask me where to find them. Just go find them yourself.
1: YouTube,
0: they're all on YouTube. Can you imagine somebody emails says, "Hey, just, just looking to see that trailer you were talking about. Can you, can you send it. me the link to that? Can you send me the link to the trailer <laughs> hey, that the you guys were talking,
2: you were talking about? Page Master, you were talking about. about the Page
0: Master. I've never heard of Macaulay Culkin." <laughs> Yeah.
2: We him the How many Isaac, Hitch.
0: how many times am I gonna mispronounce names in 2022? Hey, like you we're got, already in you got Macaulay
1: Culkin's name right, so I
0: mean I like, struggled with that
2: name to be honest. I tried not to say it.
1: Macaulay yeah. Culkin? We might need to pass Ma- off the
0: pronunciation duties to somebody else Macaulay moving Culkin. forward. I'm I've been butchering names <laughs> the last three weeks. You're
3: the butcher. Crikey. Crockey.
0: Uh, Zane, uh, thanks for showing up today and filming on your Android phone for, uh,
3: <laughs> oh, so It's not my, it's not my phone. Great. It's just the, 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 stock, uh, camera that comes on my laptop. So
0: the stock camera. Yeah.
3: You know, I like to keep things all natural, you know, I'm a pretty, you know, pretty humble guy. So have you
2: tried like cleaning it?
3: I oh I don't, it, if God wanted it to be it clean, it natural. would be clean.
2: <laughs> brilliant
0: robbie thank you for showing up in crisp hd dare i say 3d
2: imagery coming, coming at you man i feel like crap i'm happy that I was oh here. gosh yeah been coughing the entire time off camera or you know when i'm not talking so i'm just happy to get through that's this hot
0: episode. yeah the four <laughs> of us went on that ice uh fishing trip last week and uh we're i'm still feeling it in my
1: nose zane is the only one who was immune to all of the stuff that we brought that's because Zane's like my body actively (laughs) fights illnesses all the time (laughs) (laughs) nothing can penetrate this physical condition
3: (laughs) the man
2: didn't the man didn't take a deuce for four days
3: guys
1: (laughs) that is impressive that's impressive.
3: I'm in control of my body, guys. No one else. <laughs> and then when we got to the gas station, <laughs> halfway home, he's like, Guys, I gotta go.
0: <laughs> the best so this is the best part of the gas station was we're in the middle of Hodunk, Minnesota, and lights by um, what's the what's the singer's name? Lights comes on the song. Zane hates that song. And I scream Ellie in the middle. I'm screaming in the gas station, going, what? First song ever. And everyone's looking at me and Zanes just puts his head down and runs to the bathroom, mortified that I'm causing him to get this much attention as he's about to poop his pants. Right. <coughs> so good. So good. good um and Isaac, thanks for making us part of your uh part of your uh, rhythm for Friday night and uh hope thirsty Thursdays
1: thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> Thirsty Thursdays. Whoa. All right. What are we doing right.
2: What's
1: thirsty Thursdays? <laughs> I I don't know, but I thirsty I want to find out now.
2: Are you doing hot tub? Thirsty
0: Tuesdays
3: Thursdays. Oh, Come on oh, down. Come on down having, to thirsty Thursdays.
0: We're beer. We're having alcohol.
3: Hot tub ASMR. Holly. We're we're, <laughs> we're
0: hairy old white guys are in a
2: hot tub and it's. I'm, it's I'm, a lot of I'm fun. in a hot tub and I'm not wearing a shirt. It's pretty cool, right? <laughs> What time it is? Is it it's seven a.m. or is it is it nine p.m. at night? Who, who cares? Does thirsty <laughs>
1: Thursday. T- I don't even know. I work night shifts. I don't know what time it is. Thirsty. What day Thursday. is it? I just know that it's thirsty Thursday. Thursday. Oh Thank goodness. my god! It's going be a good time. Come on down. Could be twenty twenty four. It could be
2: twenty
1: twenty one. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! I called it Thursday.
0: <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, thank you, uh, listener, wherever you listened, however you listened. Thanks for putting up with our shenanigans and making us part of your podcast experience. You can check out all the things we discussed today in the show notes below. Follow us on social media. Get on Discord and keep the conversation going. You can also check us out on Twitch, where we are actively gaming throughout the week. You can check out Thrifty or Thirsty Thursday, depending on how Isaac feels this week. As always, we love you you guys... Yeah, as always,
2: will <laughs> you let him end the show, Isaac? I'm
0: as, sorry, I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. Let's go, um, go. As always, we love you guys. Three thousand. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.